<laughs> Acting like we haven't been talking for 30 minutes. How's it going? Hi, welcome back to me talking about my version of Marauders in podcast form with Emma. This is, guys, this is crazy. This is the season finale. Um, this is the season three finale. This is the last episode of the gang at Hogwarts. Um, and in a way, it's a series finale because I've decided we're not we're not going to end the podcast. We're not going to stop. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to do it the same way I have been doing it. Future episodes are going to be much shorter, and they're just going to be more like snippets of things um, and stuff. You know, like in my episodes, like there's a couple different things that go on. Like if even if there's like a main story, there's some other sub things and other stuff happening um for future stuff regarding wartime it's just going to be like this is the story and that's going to be that um i think that'll be the easiest way to do it but kind of we're entering the end of an era here emma what do we do so instead of questions i figured we could end things by kind of Thinking through the past couple years, <laughs> um, like our years or their years, that. um, their years, <laughs> but also ours. I mean, it's been years of doing this. We have been doing this for years, Emma. Isn't that insane? Um, and so I looked and I double checked. This will be our fifty ninth episode of the Marauders Elizabeth version. It's crazy. Um. But yeah, I was just scrolling through all the episodes and stuff, and like, I went back and was looking at some other stuff. The writing I have done for each of these things has expanded drastically. (laughs) When I started writing episodes, I want to say they were like four or five pages of notes, and now my baseline is like ten. Ten? (laughs) 10 pages of notes at least it's usually 12 to 15 um so that's definitely gotten more interesting yeah now i gotta pull this up i gotta pull up and see exactly how long the docs are for each of the seasons so my season one doc has has 86 pages 86 okay for the whole season and my season three doc <laughs> so oh my gosh that's actually so funny so season one is 86 pages guess how guess how long season three is 86,000 186 pages 186. that's hilarious I did not realize that they would light up that perfectly but um but yeah so I thought I'd ask you Emma um, do you remember <laughs> do you remember what what your first thought was when I told you that I wanted to do a podcast? I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I remember you like texting me like you're like Yep. <laughs> and that I was like this is fun. This is some good entertainment while I have literally nothing else to do with my life. 
<laughs> yeah, that was COVID times. That was that was a lot. But you don't remember me actually being like, hey, I want to do a podcast? I remember you saying, I think I remember talking, I don't know. I think I was talking to like you and Dylan, which I don't know how often that situation arises about like yeah. doing a TV show. And you were like, this is, Dylan was like, I call this character. And I don't remember who it was. Oh, you're so right. I feel like we were texting. I was, I did, I had no idea what I wanted to do with this, but I was, a lot of people on TikTok liked my stories and wanted them to be in a longer format. And so the obvious progression was fan fiction. Because I remember you texted Kristen about that. Yeah. And I was like I don't want I don't want to do that I will be so bad at it um and so yeah I texted Kristen when I was thinking about it and was like would you be willing to help me if I do this and then I I started it and I was like I can't do it like at all I cannot write that well I have to explain things I can't just I'm just not a I've, narrative I've seen writer. your notes your notes are like not <laughs> like hi Kristen um, yeah, my notes are not pretty, we will say. My notes don't make sense. That's something so people people keep on asking me if they can see them because they want to see the difference between like a, an episode versus what gets written on the thing. Hi again, Kristen. Um, versus what gets written on the page. And I'm like, I don't think you do want to see. I don't know. I'm trying to remember like any specific stuff, but sometimes I would look over and it would just be like a random like keyboard smash, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Means <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I use my own like um, abbreviation sometimes, and everybody's like, "What does this mean?" Um, I think I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think when you were like talking about the podcast, I was like, "Oh yeah, you should do it," and I was like, "You should do it with me," and I was like, "What do you want me to do?" <laughs> I think was my response. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, literally, just sit there and listen and say funny things if you want. Um, and yeah, that was a vibe because I didn't, I didn't think anybody would listen. I didn't think anybody would listen to me talk about this. For, like, what was how long was the first episode? Like, 20 minutes or something? First episode was... No, it was 40 minutes. It was, okay, like, so, half an hour? 30 yeah. Minutes? 40 minutes. 38 yeah, okay. minutes. Um, but the most, the most loved episode, the one with Jeffrey, was only 30 minutes. It was only 28 minutes. Um, maybe I should learn from that, that people like to listen to some shorter things. Um... No, but yeah, then we had some 30-minute episodes, quite a few of those. And then it starts getting, like, hours. And then it starts getting longer and longer and longer, and... Oh, I was like, one of these is nine minutes, but then that wasn't, like, a full episode. No, that wasn't an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had 11 minutes of Dylan bloopers. <laughs> but yeah, we've come a long way. That's basically all I wanted to say for this intro. I don't know if... But yeah, that's my biggest thing. I don't, I feel like nobody should enjoy this. I feel like me saying things has, is just not entertaining just because it's not what I would watch. I like to watch things that are more put together than this. But, um, 
like I, I don't really watch like podcasts is that weird is that weird that I have a podcast I do not listen to podcasts ever I listen to podcasts, but that's what I do here is I just mostly listen to you podcasts. (laughs) I'm just like the live studio audience. (laughs) And you're the best live studio audience I could ask for. (laughs) No, but it is true. You add the just the perfect amount of like things to keep me sane, I feel like. Or just, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, but immediately when I, w- when I thought of like, okay, could I explain this as a podcast? I was like, it has to be Emma. Because Emma would not, you wouldn't try and like jump in or do anything crazy. But yeah, you would just, you would, and you would have good things to say. Like if I mess something up, you'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, you'd tell me that. Um, so I don't know. So it's been great. Um, yeah. So shall we jump into the last? Let's jump. Let's jump in. Let's do that. Um, all right. So it's getting close to their graduation. It's close to the end. Um, and they're starting to feel like things are getting real. Like it's actually happening. Like their NEWTs are actually happening. Wonder what that feels like. Mm. <laughs> That's us right now. <laughs> what are exams? Um, but yeah, so, but most importantly, it's kind of hitting them that like this is the last time that they would all really be together because like they've seen everybody in their year every day for seven years. Like, even for us, like high school was a big thing because you know, you had known some of those people since elementary school, they've known every single person in their and they year, live with them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a it's a lot so everybody is handling this fact very differently so lily has started spending more of her times um in the dorms with her friends rather than like in um in her own space and stuff like that and it's and it's very worth it she's like noticing more um and she's hanging out with people and it's just great um but mostly she's noticing that when she comes by without saying anything thomas is usually there too and that's, like, fine, because, like, it hasn't been super awkward between them. Um, like, they don't really talk or, like, hang out. But, like, it's not, like, really awkward, you know? Um, but she does kind of wonder why um, until Mary finally sits her down. And she's like, okay, so me and Thomas <laughs> have kind of been going out for, like, a long time. Um, and nothing's official, But, like, we just didn't want to make anything official because, like, we didn't want to make you uncomfortable. And Lily's, like, uncomfortable. I left him for James. I don't feel like you guys need to be taking my my comfort into (laughs) into this equation here. You can do whatever you want. But she's also, like... Yeah, that's that's pretty good, though. Like, don't worry about it. I'm glad for me. I know! Um, Yeah, I love Mary and Thomas. I think that they, I don't know if they're end game, but they're pretty close. <laughs> they're pretty good together. I think they, I just think they're perfect together in my mind. Um, and so, you know, with Lily's blessing, then Lily, then not Lily, <laughs> then Mary and Thomas start like actually dating and like doing all these cute things together. And they're just like perfect. And they've already like 
been good friends through after you know he and lily dated but like now they actually have like gone for it it's just it's great they're great um so that's how they're spending their last little bit. Um, so Remus and Sirius are actually spending more time like out and about rather than just hanging out, just the two of them, because they do that a lot. I feel like ever since they started dating, just more and more, it's like just them like being little recluses. Um, but, you know, towards the end of it, they're like, OK, we need to like hang out with other people and stuff like that. Um, and Remus, I feel like Remus spends this time like much more like smiley and like enjoying things and he's like just here and he's like i'm just gonna enjoy things i'm not gonna like you know stress about anything um because he doesn't stress about exams he's he's like <laughs> actually i feel like he normally does but not now not now he's like it's gonna be what it's gonna be and it's that's it um so he's just like chilling he's taking everything in um but serious i feel like gets a little bit more somber and like is kind of more just getting more upset with the fact that they're going to leave rather than Remus. I feel like that's kind of that dynamic. Um, I feel like also he's kind of wondering if he's like, should he be spending more time with Regulus? And what is all this mm -hmm. stuff going on and stuff like that? So I feel like that's kind of how serious is feeling. Um, on a similar note, but not really, I feel like James is just like more muted during this time. Um, he's not like sad, but he isn't like as crazy you know he's just mm -hmm. kind of a little bit more genuine I James feel like... is making a scrapbook for sure for sure yeah and also like I feel like in his mind it's just like I've come so far in regards to like my maturity <laughs> and also like Lily you know um, and so yeah I feel like he's scrapbooking I feel like he's you know observing how much things have changed and that's kind of his vibe um so peter's in a straight-up panic um he's oh. looking back on I mean, his life at all these various moods yeah so peter is panicking he's kind of looking back on his life and he's like what happened like what is this um he doesn't want to leave hogwarts he doesn't want to mm -hmm. go and be a soldier right now um he doesn't but he also really doesn't want to just like go find a job knowing his friends are going to be fighting so he's like so i'm gonna do that but like i don't want to um and he just he's just like i want to stay here and whenever he expresses that people are like yeah like you know it's gonna be sad to leave and stuff but he's like no you don't like i do not want to leave <laughs> like i'm not just being nostalgic or anything like i do not want things to change um and he's like i and he's really kind of panicking about the life he has now he feels like he's stuck he wants things to be um to be different but also the same he's he's going through a bit of a crisis here um this is not based off of personal experience i've never experienced this in a big change i just i'm just throwing that out there i've never felt like this can only in my imagine. Life. i feel like this every time anything changes um but yeah so he's just kind of panicking um so let's move kyra so she on the other hand is like ready for whatever the world has in store for her she is like she's always been ambitious she's a slytherin um but she's like ready to take on this next challenge and as she's thinking about it she's like there's gonna be a war and i want to be on the right side of it and if that means like fighting like then i'm gonna fight so that's kind of her mind right now i loved kyra she has grown on me so we're gonna continue the scene um <laughs> So, 
So anyway, so when Peter says that he wants to talk to her, she's like, I want to talk to you too. I have some things to say. Um, and she's like, you go first though. And he goes, okay, I think we should break up. And Kyra's like, uh, what? And he's like, I think we should break up. Um, and then she's angry and she's like, wait, why? And he's like, I don't want to be with you anymore. And she's like, what? Is there a reason? Um, she is like ice cold at this point. She is not having this. Um, and he's like, I'm thinking about my life outside of Hogwarts. I don't want this relationship to be a part of that. And she's like, she's like, is this about you joining the war? And he's like, no, it's not. It's about me needing something different. And she is just crushed. Um, it has never, ever occurred to her that Peter would be the one to break up with her. She's like been control, been in control of like this whole relationship. She's understand everything, understood everything. I don't know why I can't say words today. Um, but she's changed a lot in the short time that they've been dating. Like a lot, like her whole worldview has changed and the audacity of him to be like, I just don't want to be with you anymore. She's like, what the heck? And so she's like, fine. And he's like, fine. And she's like, I said, I'm fine, Peter. And then she turns on her heel and she walks away with him from him. And just like a thought just like stings her to the core. And it's like, I would have followed him into war. Like, I really would have done that. And she's like, and he really didn't care about me all that much. So hold on. So she kind of has a little bit of a crisis here. Um, She's like, did I really even believe in that because it was real? Or was it just I was really in love with him? And like, what is going on? I just wanted something new and interesting. So she like goes to her dorm bathroom and she slams the door behind her. And she's like, what the heck? I have changed so much. And what was this all for? Like, this this is ridiculous. Um, and she's like, did I really just place all of my trust into someone who just let me go in an instant? Like, that's so, so stupid. She, she's not a happy camper right now. Um, I feel like she has a friend that like comes into the bathroom after a while and Kyrie just like pours out everything and tells her everything. And her friend is like, we're going to graduate. You don't have to make any decisions now. So just just chill, you know, because <laughs> Kyra's like, do I join the war now? I don't know what to do. And she's like, you you're good. She's like, you got time, girly. <laughs> um, and so that's what Kyra does. Basically, um, she decides to just wait it out. She doesn't make any decisions and she just focuses on graduation. Um, but I will say that she never spoke to Peter after that moment and she never officially joined the Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So, not to say that's the end of her story, but it's the last we're going to hear from her for a while. Um, all right. You're like, I love Kyra. And I was like, she's yeah. about to... <laughs> I was like, Peter's about to ruin her whole life. I did not like her at first. I thought she was going to ruin Peter's life, but then he was ruining hers. Man, it's almost like it's foreshadowed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So let's go. Let's let's check in with Lily. Let's see how she's doing. Um, so Lily, like in the rare moment, she's been trying to hang out with everybody, but she has to have some time to herself. So she's down in the prefect common room making little gifts for all of her professors. And they're all mostly themed around her name. Um, so for Professor Sprout, I feel like she enchants like lilies so that they'll like never die. And she's like, there. You'll, there they are 
Um, but like for Minerva, I think she made um she made it so that a lily would transfigure into a small record player, like the one that they would always steal from <laughs> And it's like a little one, so it's like a little desk ornament. Um, and I feel like that that's what she leaves her. But we have to include this because, of course, she has to make her gift for Slughorn. Um, and so, you know, it takes her a while considering, and her first thought is, like, something's got to be with the potion. Because, like, he's the potion master. I like potions. This seems really obvious. But then as she's thinking about it, she's like, he needs something special. He needs something living that's going to accompany him because he seems like a bit of a loner, even though he's, like, always trying to make friends with everybody. But he doesn't, like, have you know, anybody really in his personal life. He likes to make connections, rather. Um, and so then she decides to make this fishbowl. Um, and so I don't think that she ever thought that the fish she created was ever, like, truly alive. Like, wizards can't, like, create life, you know? But, um, but I think she made it so it would last, you know, as long as her magic is there, which is exactly what we know happened in the books. But, um... But yeah, so she gives him a little fishbowl. Just had to include it. Couldn't couldn't have the last episode without mentioning that she did that. But yeah, I also think she made some for other people. Um, anyway, let's let's go to the let's go to the the meat and potatoes of the episode, um, which is that after weeks of thinking about it, of planning about it, of making decisions. Lily, James, Sirius, Peter, and Remus all have to tell Dumbledore that they want to join the Order of the Phoenix. Like, it's gotta happen. And so they're all sitting in his office, and they're, like, ready. And Dumbledore is the worst, and so he's just kind of bustling about, making them tea. Um, and, like, they they all know what they're there for, but, like, he's just chilling. <laughs> He's just like, okay, we're just going to do things. He's like, hey, so how are you guys, like, ready for exams and stuff? And they're like, we, you, why are, why else would we all be here? Like, dude. Um, but then finally he's like, okay, so what brings you all, you know, here to see me today? Um, and they, like, kind of glance around and they all agreed that, like, James is going to be the one to say it. And he's like, we want to join the Order of the Phoenix right after graduation. And Dumbledore was like, cool, why? Um, and Sirius is like, uh, we need to fight. It's as simple as that. We can't just sit around and hear, you know, the horrible things in the news and not do anything. And they're all like, yeah, like, that's why. But it's awkward. Like, this, this is supposed to, I feel like this scene, maybe I'm not conveying it well enough. But I feel like this scene is, they all are like, this is going to be our noble moment. We're like, we're going to declare it. But instead, Dumbledore's it's just Dumbledore just like, just like Okay, and it's just, like, awkward. And he's, like, asking them weird... Because then he's like, okay, he's like, y'all feel this way. Um, you know, and stuff. And it's just... It's it's weird. It's just kind of awkward, and they didn't expect it to be awkward. But anyway, and then Dumbledore kind of looks at Remus, and he's like, I was under the impression that you didn't want to fight Remus. Because remember, he went to yeah. Dumbledore and was like, you... you want to just make me a soldier and I'm not going to be a soldier and now he's like I'm going to be a soldier um, so he's like um, he's like you know didn't think you want to fight Remus you know due to your condition gross oversimplification but okay and Remus is like um, 
yeah um it's a, it, it appears i've changed my mind <laughs> and it's just Surprise. weird and and double doors like okay so like there are major risks involved in this decision and sirius is like yeah and there's major risks if we stay home um he's like people are being targeted constantly and lily's like uh-huh yeah um <laughs> and um james is like with all due respect we know what's in store here um and Dumbledore's like, your families will all be put in danger, especially yours, Remus. And Lily's like, well, my family's dead. And Remus is like, well, my family is already prepared to be in hiding. Um, he's like, in a month's time, we have decided that uh, we will fake my own death. And my family will go Party. on as though I don't exist. And Dumbledore just kind of blinks. And he's like, you guys seem to have thought this through quite a bit. And they're like, yeah, we have. Um so Dumbledore um, gets out a piece of paper, writes something on it, and gives it to Fox, who just, you know, bursts into flames, you know, um, just kind of dips. Uh, but yeah, so Dumbledore keeps on just, like, advising them of risks, and um, but he doesn't, not in a way that it's like, I'm not going to let you do it. It's just in, like, the going through, like, the painful formalities of something like this and then after about five minutes james is like look can we join or not like you're just kind of talking to your guy <laughs> um and dumbledore's like yeah so that's actually not up to me and they're like you're in charge and he's like okay like yeah in a sense but not entirely he's like i'm a principal man <laughs> yeah he's like unfortunately it's hard to like run a school the only wizarding school in europe basically uh actually no there's more in europe, yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean but the only one around um he's like constantly talking to the ministry anyway i don't and run operations for a war i couldn't do that um so i don't run the day-to-day -day operations and i don't like recruit or do anything like that and they're like who does and Your then mom. minerva mcgonagall opens the door at that moment <laughs> And she's like, headmaster, you wanted to see me. And, she, and he's like, okay, cool. Uh, so these students want to join the order. I uh, wonder if you could give him some help with that. And James is like, you run the day-to-day -day operations of the Order of the Phoenix. And Minerva just stares at Dumbledore for a minute before being like, yep, for the most part, that's me, partially. Um, and she's like, you want to join the order then? Like, all of you? And they're like, Yeah um and she's like this shouldn't this shouldn't be a surprise to me should it and they're like no it shouldn't um i feel like she sits down and like takes candy from dumbledore's desk and she's like is this really a decision you guys want to make like you can't exactly go back from this and immediately they're all like dude we want to do this and i feel like this is the point where it's no longer awkward and they're like we want to fight and it's like dramatic and it's their big dramatic moment and now it's like here's the noble cause and stuff because now they're telling mcgonagall why they want to do it yeah and that's not that's not as awkward um but she she i feel like dumbledore looks totally convinced and mcgonagall is just pretty unreadable um and so Dumbledore's like, okay, what do you say? It's your decision who you want to take, Minerva. Um, and she looks at all of them all for a long moment, and she's like, no. Not yet. And they're like, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. What the heck? Uh, I feel like James is like, what? And Remus is like, not yet? Like, what the heck does that mean? And she's like, you guys are too young. And they're all like, hold on. We're like 
like we're adults we're we're of age like this should not be a whole thing um and they're like you let dorcas join last year didn't you she was our age too and james is like we're the smartest freaking students in this castle you know that um, um and lily's like if you if i was too young to lose my parents i'm not too young to fight for them you know um and that's just kind of the last straw like no nobody's gonna top that reason they're like yeah sh- parents freaking died already you're gonna tell her that she can't fight um so she kind of keeps on going and she's like i spent the last year wishing i could do something i cannot wait until you feel comfortable i'm ready we're all ready we're not kids anymore we know what we're getting into you know that we're strong you know that we're smart and you know that we all know all the risks involved with this so there's a silence and then um remus pulls a remus and says the absolute remus thing he could have said he says you know if you don't let us join we're just gonna fight anyway that's what we've been doing the entire time we've been here so wouldn't you rather keep us safe by making sure that we have the right resources and they're like freaking remus (laughs) pulling that um and they all knew they're like okay yeah no no way that she's gonna say no now um whenever kind of shakes her head she's like i know i know you're all capable capable but there are reasons why i don't think you should reasons that i can't explain um and they're like we know that there's danger and she's like it's not that and lily's like professor i cannot sit around and wait for the circumstances to be right i can't i've been threatened multiple times i've saved half the freaking school from being attacked in hogsmeade i've seen it i can't just ignore it until you feel better about this um she's like you know i can do this please and there's a long silence where no one really wants to break it. And then finally she says, okay, so here's my final answer. Lily, Remus, and Peter, you are free to approach me after graduation and get your assignment for the order. You two, Sirius and James, you have to wait. And they're like, what? what? And she's like, you may not get involved in any other way. You can't do what Remus just said. You just fight anyway. She's like, I, I forbid it. And they're like, you forbid it. We're adults. You can't forbid us. And she's like, if you ever to, if you ever want to join the order, I can. That's like, if you do that, then you're just never going to join point blank, period. She's like, I can't let you two join yet, but there will be a time, I promise. And they're all like, what the frick? And then she tells them that they can leave. And then they do. So that's the setup for the war era. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the other thing i'm like so i'm like oh this is like the end of it but then i'm like i still have so many things to explain i have so many yeah (laughs) so like you know it it is what it is um yeah so as they leave there are like there are strong words exchanged we'll put it that way but it's clear like minerva's not moving she's not gonna gonna back down from that like that's her final decision Um, And so they find themselves walking out of the office and walking back to their dorms. And Lily's like, okay, obviously we're going to wait too. Um, She's like, we're not going to start like if you two can't. And and James is like, yes, you will, Lils. And you you can and you will. Like, it's what's going to happen here. Um, And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yes, you will. And Sirius is like, yeah, you will, all of you. Um, And Peter's like, okay, actually, I'm not, though. He's like, I'm actually good with waiting too. Um, but anyway, it's like it's it's a whole thing. But 
James stops the bomb in the middle of the hallway and he's like, no, he's like, if there's really some reason keeping me in serious back, like, that's fine. But that shouldn't stop any of you from joining if that's what you want to do. Okay. Um, and Sirius is like, and also, I don't think anybody should make a decision now. Like, you know, we just found this out. We don't need to do it now. And so they don't. So, you know, they walk until the prefect common room and then Lily and James kind of split off from the group. Um, and they enter the common room quietly and they sit on one of the couches together and they're both just lost in thought. And then finally Lily's like, um, so do you, do you know what the reason might be? And he's like, I have no idea. Like, (laughs) unless it's me and Sirius being a little less mature, but I don't feel like that's the reason. (laughs) Um... So there's kind of a beat and she's like, listen, I'm sorry. And he's like, don't be. And he's like, and don't, he's like, Lils, do not wait for me. You need this. Like, you need to do this for you. And who knows how long Minerva expects us to wait. You need to be involved. They need you, Lily. They need someone who actually understands it. They need you fighting. And she's like, James, but like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to be fine. Like, really, don't worry about it. Um, And then he's kind of like, kind of changes the subject but he's like i'm actually a little bit relieved to tell you the truth and she's like really like you not wanting to fight and he's like no actually not for me i'm extremely frustrated about that but serious i've i've been a little bit worried about him joining right after school and she's like you have and he's like yeah and she's like why and he's like uh he's he's brash and she's like you're brash (laughs) and he's like i know but like sirius doesn't always think and she's like you don't always think um but he's like lily she's like i'm just telling the truth i mean like i mean it when i say i think you do excellent in the order of the phoenix but you can't say that sirius wouldn't be excellent because you are the same person and he's like i just mean sirius gets hurt easily and in high stress situations he's he's really hurt other people in response like really hurt other people i mean like put it his his friends in actual danger and she's like actual danger he's like you weren't here in fifth year um and she kind of stops for a second and she's like so does does this have to do with what happened with severus um because i feel like she's kind of no one's ever told her what happened that night, ever. But she knows something. She knows that Se- that Severus found out about Remus, but details have never been shared about that night. Um, but he's like, yeah, and she's like, so can can you tell me about it? Um, and James's natural response is like, no, like this is Sirius's story to tell. Um, and like we're friends and I would never share his story but now there's like this whole other element of like he's dating Lily and like that also means that like you're supposed to share things with your partner and also like this affected him in a big way and would this yeah. mean that he can't talk about his things if like it's just his friends so he's got to you know it's like their first big like do I tell her a secret kind of away from the other group type of thing um but he decides that he will, because he's like, this was a big thing for me. I feel like she should know this about me. Um, 
so he's like, yeah, um, Sirius and Snape got into a fight, like a really big one. I don't even know what it was about, but Sirius got so angry that he didn't think and he told him, Lily, Sirius told Snape exactly where to find Remus on the full moon, hoping he would go. And she's like, holy crap. <laughs> um, and James mm-hmm. is like, he just stopped thinking just because he was angry, but Snape could have died he would have died and remus would have been i don't know definitely expelled probably sent to the ministry or to azkaban or i don't even know um and lily's like dang and she's like well what happened and um james you know explains he's like yeah by the time Sirius came to his senses it was almost too late but i found snape right as he got to the door and she's like you saved him and he's like, don't make it sound all noble. Like, <laughs> it was a rough situation. <laughs> um, it wasn't really for him. I will admit that. Um, but she's like, but you still did it. And he's like, I mean, yeah. Um, and she's like, I can't believe it. And he's like, what? She's like, because after that, when whenever that thing happened, Severus was so much angrier with you. And it was because you saved his life. And he's like, Lily, it was complicated. She's like, no, he should have been mad at Sirius for setting him up like that. And he's like, I mean, I guess. And she's like, no, but he was more mad at you. Um, And she's like, he could never swallow his pride. I can't believe that man. Um, And he's like, Lily, we almost killed him. He has every right to be mad at us. Like, you know, but you see what I'm saying? Like, if that happens in the war, like, what if someone makes Sirius angry like that again? Like, I'd like to say, oh, he totally wouldn't do that now, but it came out of nowhere. Like, he he loved Remus even then. He wouldn't have just, like, but he just gave him up, gave him up without, like, any hesitation. It was awful. He's like, Lily, I would trust him with my life, but I still worry about that, like, a lot. Um, and Lily thinks for a while, um, and then her face it falls completely. And she's like, what did Sirius say about when he talked to Snape exactly? And James is like, I don't know that he got angry with him. There was no real justification. He never went into details. Um, And he's like, he said, did he say that Snape knew exactly what to say to get him that angry? And James is like, yeah, but we all say that about Snape. (laughs) Snape kind of knows how to push our buttons. And she's like oh my gosh and she like swears loudly and she's like i don't think it was Sirius's fault and he's like lily you've known about this situation for (laughs) two two seconds seconds. (laughs) she's like it wasn't his fault um and he's like lily no matter how angry someone gets they can still choose to not tell their friend's biggest secret and she's like i understand that to an extent he's like there is no excuse for that lily and she's like what if seven read his mind and james is like what the frick um (laughs) And she's like, yeah, Severus is a legilimens from birth, practically. He's really good at it. He swore he would never use it for anything, but, like, of course he did. And James was like, isn't that, like, an incredibly advanced bit of magic? She's like, you're not the only smart one here. (laughs) Um, He's saying, okay, he's like, I'm not saying, he's like, I'm saying I don't think I could do that. Um, And she's like, well, you know, you don't use dark magic. Plus... It's easier if it runs in your family. His mom could do it, too. And James is like, hold on. (laughs) Are you telling me he's just been reading our minds this entire time? And she's like, 
No, he hasn't. Especially not he he couldn't he couldn't he's like she's like especially not then. He could only do it if he like really concentrated on it. And if people's emotions were very high, then it was easier. Um she's like and even then he only got like surface level things and people could tell like you you wouldn't know that it was him but something feels off when that happens to you right um and so she's like but if he was bringing it up you know when Sirius was already mad and it just felt like he kept on saying things that made him more mad it wouldn't surprise me at all um and he's like hold on why haven't you told us this <laughs> yet um and she's like we all make mistakes potter i didn't think it was that big of a deal frankly <laughs> and she's like what he's like what the frick lily um and he's like this explains so much like why snape like always knew exactly what to do to like egg us on and he's like we have to tell Sirius like right now um and so they do um so yeah they go and tell him um I feel like Sirius doesn't know how to respond at first. He's gotten really used to blaming himself for what happened that night, and he had just figured he was just being stupid. And for an extent, he still was. Like, this doesn't absolve him from all of that. But how was he supposed to know at 15 that, like, his mind was being read, (laughs) you know? Um, But, you know, as as they're telling him this, I think Peter and Remus are in the room, too. And I think Remus is just kind of sitting there, just... Just, like, a little smile on his face. He's, like, kind of knew it. Like, I'm not, I wasn't entirely crazy for forgiving him after that. I'm still a little bit crazy, but my intuition was right. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, Sirius explains his side, and he's just, like, he's, like, um, he's, like, I didn't even say anything to Snape beforehand, and he just... Um, and he just said, started saying things like Regulus hated him that, you know, um, and Sirius had just been with Regulus before this whole thing happened. Um, but yeah, so he's like, yeah, Snape said that like I was unloved and that even Remus hated me. And that just really set me off at that moment in time. Um, and you know, he knows that he's still messed up, but it doesn't feel as unreasonable now. Um, and Remus is like, wait, he said I hated you? Um, and he's like, yeah, I cared about you a lot at that time. I don't know if you knew that. And he's like, no, I get it. He's like, uh, my question is, did he see that you were interested in me? <laughs> and they all just kind of stop for a second and they all look at Lily. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I doubt it. But I have no idea. Um, and Remus, Sirius is like, no, he, he can't. He would have said something about it by now. You know, trying to be confident. But he's not sure. Um, and the whole point of that is just, how much does Snape know? No one knows. Absolutely no one. That's going to be a common theme as we enter war times. Because no one has any idea how much Snape knows. Because I feel like, his legitimacy, especially at that time, it was not strong enough to read specific things or, like, find specific memories or anything like that. But it could read emotions very well. Um, and just how how much did he infer? We'll never really know. Um, but yeah. So I wanted to clear that up. I was going to clear that up a while ago, but I feel like it's better if they know that right before they leave. Cool. So, anyway... 
I thought they couldn't tell Lily. They can't tell Lily that he's a werewolf. Oh. They've never actually said that. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they said that, you know, that night had to be kept a secret too. But even James, when he explained that, he didn't go into exact details of, like, how things happened and stuff like that. She, I don't think she knows where the Shrieking Shack is or how to find it or anything like that. So I think that was the main thing about that night that they weren't supposed to tell. But, but yes, good points. Um... So, it's the end. The end is near. Um, N.E.W.T.s have, like, come and gone at this point. They have, like, two days left in the castle. Um, And there is only one major item of business that they need to attend to. What are they going to do with the map? Um, It was something that, frankly, I don't think they ever thought about it until maybe like during exams and they're like oh shoot <laughs> we kind of have james is like thing. in the middle of like an essay question and he's like huh <laughs> he like sits up he's like what are we gonna do with that <laughs> um but yeah so i figured i think they had all just kind of figured like oh somebody's gonna like take it with them and we're just gonna kind of have this map of hogwarts all throughout our lives but they're like, wait a second, no, we shouldn't do that. We need to leave it with someone here. Like, this should become part of our legacy. You know, this should be the big thing that we leave to the school, um, besides our pranks. Um, and so they sit down and they start talking about it. And they're like, okay, who's it going to go to? And they're like, okay, first group of first years who are like tricksters. Like, obviously, that's who it's going to go to. But there's a lot of them. Because after they created the bloody handprint, a lot of kids were like, this is going to be us. We're going to be that group. And so there's just too many of them. And there's not like a clear outlier of who's the best, except I think Charlie Weasley. But <laughs> I think he was there by this point. But it just seems wrong to like put it in hands that small. They're like, maybe it shouldn't be a first year. We didn't have this, you know what they started it in third year didn't really have it fixed until like fifth and sixth so they haven't had it for very long but then um then they seem to settle on a pretty good candidate and it's marina marina smith uh and they're the like she, girl yep they're like she could handle it <laughs> um you know she i feel like she kind of she doesn't do anything huge, but she for sure has, like, a mischievous streak in her and stuff like that. And she's tough. And she can keep secrets. And so they're like, yeah, let's do that. Um, plus, Lily thought it should go to a girl. So they're like, okay, let's do this. This is perfect. Um, so, they, so they're like, okay, like, we think we have our person. Maybe this wasn't the night before or something, but this is, like, in, in the middle of the day. They're like, okay, it's Marina. Let's, let's plan on giving it to her tomorrow. But something doesn't feel exactly right. Probably because Marina has never gotten in trouble, ever. Um, and they don't... And if she's found with the map, <laughs> like, they're like, do we want to expel Marina? No. but like, Marina's already set. <laughs> like, we don't need to, like, give... Like, they feel like she could handle it, but if something doesn't feel right. They're like, maybe this isn't the right person. Mm. Um, but they can't think of anyone else. 
And so they're like going through things and they're like, what are we going to do? And it is the night before graduation and they're still wildly debating this. And they keep on going back and forth between things and they're like, it's probably going to be Marina, but maybe it's not. Blah, blah, blah. And James is just like, I feel, I just feel like there's someone good who we haven't thought of yet. You know, I feel like there's some perfect person and we are just not thinking about it, you know? Um, but Sirius has been pretty quiet this entire time and no one but Lily seemed to notice. Not even, not even Remus. Remus is also like very into this. Um, and you know. Lily kind of takes note of that. But anyway, Peter is saying, like, look, we can, we, we, can, we should just leave it in, like, a passageway. That way, the only person who finds it, like, is someone we already know they're worthy. We already know they're sneaking around on their own. Like, that, boom, we should just do that. And, <laughs> um, and James is like, yeah, but, like, what if they incinerate it, thinking it's trash? Like, what are we going to do if that happens? Um, and Lily's like, serious? Who would you pick? Um, and Sirius is like, like, I've already told you, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, but you do. You just don't want to say it. And then everybody's like, oh, who, who does Sirius think it should be? Um, and Sirius just kind of stands at a point in the wall. And James is like, listen, if you have an idea, you may as well just say it. Like, there's, there's no harm in that. And he's like, I think we should give it to Regulus. And everybody is like, oh, Okay. And Peter is like, hold up, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and Sirius is like, why not? And Peter's like, because, I'm sorry, he's a Death Eater, right? Like, we've figured that out at this point. Isn't that Fun exactly fact. the person we don't want to give the map to? I mean, wouldn't that just give some more opportunities for Slytherins to be terrible? And Sirius is like, he's Regulus. And Peter's like, okay. And, Still a Death Eater. <laughs> um, and he's like, meaning he's not going to tell a soul about it. He is too. It's too good of information for him to share. He's not going to want to to show it to anybody but himself. Um, and Peter's like, you don't think he's going to tell anybody about this? He's like, I know he's not going to tell anybody about this. And he's like, how? And he's like, because he already knows about it. And they're like, hold on. <laughs> second because nobody knows that regulus has known about it and james is like does he he's like hold up he, he does he really like hold on um and he's like yeah look i'm sorry i didn't tell you but he found out like genuinely like i didn't just like tell him but like i was you know he found out um and he will never tell he has never told he keeps his secrets he likes to keep secrets just for himself but peter's like yeah okay but we don't exactly want anyone doing anything bad with the map, do we? Isn't the point? Is it supposed to be fun? I don't see Regulus pulling pranks. Um, and James is like, okay, he does have a point. I don't want to give the map to anybody who might use it for unkind reasons. Um, Sirius knows they're all trying to say that they think Regulus is going to hurt people. But he knows Regulus better. He's like, he's too smart for that. I doubt he'd use it for anything at all, really. He'd just like to have it. Um, and Peter's like, so why are we giving it to him if he's not going to do anything? Um, and, and Sirius is like, exactly for that reason. If we give him the map, if we, if we were to give the map to someone like us now, the professors would catch on that those people are having some sort of assistance. It will get caught. But if we give it to Regulus, there is a guaranteed two-year gap where nothing will happen 
when it comes to the secret passageways in Hogwarts. Like, even if he does use it, he's not going to be dumb enough to get caught. Um, and then Peter's like, okay, yeah, but then, but then what? After those two years, he's like, he knows, he's like, Regulus knows pretty much everything that happens in this school far more than we do when it comes to people he will know the the best person to give it to and peter's like he's gonna give it to a death eater and he's like no he won't um he's like he's like you didn't grow up with him he enjoyed the chaos we created here probably more than anybody else in this school he just doesn't like to get involved but he likes to see it happen he's gonna make sure it gets into the right hands and remus is like yeah i like it I think we should do it. And Peter's like, oh my gosh, come on. And he's like, I'm not just saying that because I'm dating him, Pete. I know that's what you're thinking. I genuinely think it's a good idea. And I think you're forgetting one critical thing about Regulus, Peter. And he's like, what? He's like, he's Sirius's brother. And then they're like, dang. And James is like, I think it is an absolutely insane idea. And Peter's like, thank you. And he's like, I think we should I'm do in. it. <laughs> He's like, I think we have to do it right now. And Peter's like, oh my gosh. Uh, but he's like, no, think about it, Pete. No one, absolutely no one is going to see this coming. They're going to expect us to give it along to one of the most promising Gryffindors. Professors would start looking through their things if they start sneaking around as much as we did. But Regulus, even if he starts sneaking around, no one's going to notice. And no one's going to suspect that we're connected to it. And Sirius is like, and if he gets caught, he would take all the blame rather than admit it came from us. He would never admit that it came from us. And Peter is like, oh my gosh, I hate you all because this is starting to sound like a pretty good idea. And they all smiled because they knew that they knew that Sirius had won. So, so the next day, um, Sirius slips a piece of paper that says just classroom into Regulus's seat in the Great Hall. And after right. Re- after breakfast, Regulus walks to their, you know, regular classroom, expecting to find, like, an emotional Sirius who's, like, about to graduate and who's, like, maybe one that's, like, angry at him about what Regulus had shown him in the pensive the last time they, they talked. But no, the room is empty. And so he closes the door behind him, expecting Sirius to, like, come in soon. But then he noticed the table. And it's, like, one desk... That it's like all, all of these desks and stuff, but they shoved one into the center and like shoved all the others around it. So it's a very clear thing here. And he's like, what the heck is this? And there's just a piece of folded up parchment on the table uh, with a tiny little note next to it. And so he walks up to it wondering if it's like for him, if it's from Sirius and he sees Sirius handwriting and he's like, shoot, um, on the little note. And it says, I'm, I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. And then a little bit further down, it says mischief managed. And he looks back at the parchment and then he audibly gasps because he's like, hold up. This is not, he's like, this is not it. And so he takes out his wand and he says the words and it, and it opens and he's like, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he runs back into the great hall to find Sirius sitting with his friends. Well, actually he had already found them on the map, but like he finds them Um, and he's like serious. Um, And he like says it in a way that's clearly like, get the heck over here right now. And so Sirius does. Um, and he's like, what the heck, dude? (laughs) And Sirius was like, okay, so you found it. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, where's the confusion? He's like, why? Why would you do this? And he's like, we wanted you to have it. He's like, we? And he's like, yeah. 
And Sirius looks behind, or Remus looks, Regulus looks behind <laughs> Sirius to see all of his friends. And they're out of earshot, but they're all watching and they're just like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> and they're just like smiling. And Regulus is beyond confused. Yeah. Um, he's like, what am I supposed to do with it? And he's like, I don't know. It's yours now. And that does, he, he's like, it's like actually mine. And he's like, yeah. He's like, listen, I've got to go to graduation. Um, he's like, I've got like this whole big graduation thing tonight that I should probably start getting ready for. Um, so, you know, see you later. And he turns around and he's like, serious. And he's like, and Sirius stops and, and looks back and he's like, what? And Regulus just struggles to find the words. But then he's just like, thank you. And Sirius nods back. Um, unable to speak, but trying to trying to stay strong there. And so, yeah, that's who gets the map, which I personally really like. I don't know how other people are going to feel about that. People might be a little bit upset, but um, especially since I mentioned Marina. But I felt like I had to mention Marina because I had her in my mind for a very long time. So anyway. Um... But yeah, we're going to finish this out. The next thing is graduation. Anyway. Um, so I feel like w how graduation at Hogwarts work. I took a lot of creative liberties here. Um, there's some stuff on like the Hogwarts wiki about what they expect a graduation to be. I don't think I really used a whole lot of it. The last time I read it was forever ago. So anyway, how I think it happens is... Um, you know, all the kids go back on the train, just go back to, you know, platform nine and three quarters, except for the graduates. And then when the train comes back, it's all the parents. So, like, they take all the students home, and then when the train comes back, it has all the parents, and they're all at Hogwarts and stuff um, for the graduation. And so I feel like Hogwarts graduations are pretty, like, intimate. It's, like, just immediate family, like, not like everybody's siblings or anything like that like it's pretty much just parents or like one sibling or something like that um so it's a pretty it's a pretty intimate thing it's also pretty i feel like there's a lot of tradition but it's also pretty chill anyway so remus's parents arrive um but also i feel like squib and muggle children are not allowed because it's hogwarts mm -hmm. um and even even like his mom hope wouldn't have been able to like even see the building without the help of like people at the gate maybe they're from the ministry or whatever that like you know temporarily lift the spell that makes hogwarts appear like completely abandoned to muggles and stuff like that um and so she's able to to see that but anyway so like hope and lyle all come up to the group and they're all saying hi to everybody and lyle sees serious and makes the difficult decision to shake his hand as he does with the rest of remus's friends and you know it's it's pretty it's pretty good but um but yeah hope is understandably amazed <laughs> by <laughs> by hogwarts and so remus is like do you want a tour and she's like yes i want to see everything in this freaking building um and so then they go and they're off for a while um you know just remus with his parents which is nice and then peter's parents get there and they kind of also want alone time with peter and they want to visit some of the professors there so then they go off for a little bit um but effie and monty showed up with their high spirits you know giving james and sirius and lily hugs but something's a little bit different about them they look older they're moving slower um they're old to be parents for somebody as young as james you know and it's just it looks like it's just catching up to them um 
and Lily kind of sees like worry behind James's eyes, but they're still like chipper and stuff. So James doesn't say anything and they just kind of go on with their, with their day. But, um, Effie, Monty, Lily, James, and Sirius stay in the prefect common room, um, and just like chill in there for a while. Um, but the first thing Effie says once, you know, they get in there, she's like, okay, so now that you're done with school, you get to tell us everything that you've been hiding from us for the past, I don't know, seven years. And Lily starts laughing hysterically. And James is like, I'm not, he's like, hold on. They can still revoke my NEWT scores. I'm not saying anything (laughs) yet. (laughs) But Lily obliges and she's like, okay, so here's a fun story that we, that happened a couple of weeks ago where we turned the entire thing, the entire castle into a ball pit. Um, and so they tell that story. It's great. Um, you know, they're laughing. Sirius tells a couple stories. And finally, James tells them about the map in full detail, in full detail. Um, and Monty is like impressed. He's like, hold on, let me see this. Where is it? Um, and James is like, yeah, actually, uh, we just gave it to Regulus. And... Sirius kind of explains why, and Effie is like, I think that is an excellent idea. I think he's going to do great with it. And, you know, that kind of makes everyone feel better about it, because they're still kind of stressed about it. They're like, what if, like, suddenly Voldemort has this map next year and stuff like that? Um, But, yeah. So, um, soon um, Peter and his parents come back into the room, um, and they have just fully given up. They've decided, you know, if they get their any WT scores revoked, that's what happens. And they just <laughs> are telling their parents, like, everything that they have done. And it's a lot. Um, and so there's a lot, there's a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of laughing, like, absolutely insanely, like, to the point where they're all, like, crying. Um, you know, they're like, did we tell... <laughs> James is like, so did we tell you that we set the Forbidden Forest on fire? And they're like, you know you didn't tell us that. And he's like, I wonder, did Minerva tell you that we set the Forbidden Forest on fire? And they're like, no, why didn't she tell us? I feel like they were completely oblivious. I feel like Minerva just gave up telling them at some point. um, Because she knew that it wasn't going to do anything. And so they just, she just stopped. She was just like, it's too many letters. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty fun. Um, but I think graduation occurs at sunset. And so once it starts getting to that time, they all leave and they change into, um, plain black robes and their black ties. So they're not in their house stuff anymore. They're all just like, just how they came to Hogwarts and only black ties. They all leave that way. Um, and it like happens out on the lawn and it's like, it's pretty simple. I don't think it's this big, huge event. So Sorry. Bless you. I don't know if that was a cough or a sneeze. Sneeze. <laughs> okay. Bless you. Um, but, you know, it's pretty simple. Dumbledore just gets up and he, you know, says a few words and he's like, congratulations and all that stuff. And then some of the professors say stuff too. Um, but it doesn't take very long. And then, you know, once the sun is down and it's, it's all dusky and everything, and um, I feel like they like shoot colored sparks up into the air and that's like their big celebration thing and stuff um and then it's time and so they tell everybody to get into the boats 
um, the boats that they used to go to the castle in their first year, they used to leave. Now, there's far too, they're far too small for them to fit four to a boat now, but that doesn't stop James, Sirius, Peter, and Remus <laughs> from trying to fit all of them in the same boat. Um, and so I want to say, so like, you know, everybody's getting in and they're like having this relaxing time going back across and they're like falling into the river because they're trying to, or into the lake because they're all trying to get in and um and lily's just on the shore just laughing her head off and eventually mcgonagall has to come over and she's like you guys like actually need to get in the boats now <laughs> like it's gotta it's gotta happen she's like you just gotta get more boats please like you can't all fit into one um and so they finally do but i feel like they had all fallen into the black lake at least twice by that point um and they're like soaking wet and stuff but anyway so they start going but anyway so they insist on like magicking their boats together in a line though so that they can all still go together um and minerva's like you know what fine like what just just go for it i don't care um but you know so they're all just laughing and having a good time but once they're in like the middle of the lake though things get like quiet and like they're they're reflective and stuff like that and peter's like are we really done and Remus is like i can't believe it um Lily sees a boat in the distance with a lone person in it, and it's Severus. And she's like, and her heart like aches because she's like, even after everything that he put her through, like it still hurts that they're not friends anymore. Like, especially in moments like this, she had pictured going across the Black Lake with him for like years, and that's just not really how it's happening anymore. Um, and Sirius is like, I can't believe we did so much. And they all know he's not thinking about just like the pranks that they had all just relived, but like, he left his family. <laughs> like, they became Animagi. They they brought the whole castle together. Basically, they helped Lily when her with her parents' death. Like, they did a lot. Um, but I feel like James is like Lils, um, and he and he whispers to the only she can hear, and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Thank you for giving me a chance." Um, and mm. Lily isn't sure how that how she's gonna respond without crying, so she doesn't. Um. And they're just looking as the opposite shoreline is just getting nearer and there's people waiting for them and she's like wishing that her parents are there. Um, and then James is like, oh my gosh. And they're like, what? And he's like, <laughs> like Lily's like, oh my gosh, is there something in the water? He's like on the shore, left of the people. And Remus is like, I don't see anything. He's like further left by the tree line and peter's like what the heck and Sirius oh starts gosh. laughing hysterically and he's like it can't be and he's like he still has the scarf and then lily sees him and it's jeffrey and there he was the magical beast with his gryffindor scarf billowing out to the side he's sending them off um, and so they all start laughing their heads off again, and James is like, I'm gonna go see him, <laughs> and he, like, he like, to pushes past his parents, <laughs> tries to, like, dive out of the boat, and Lily has to, like, hold him in, because she's like, we can't do this right now, um, but yeah, so they arrive to the other side, giggling with, like, tears in their eyes. They try and go find Jeffrey, but he's gone at that point. He he was just there to see them, and then he was gone. Um, and for a second, they're, com they're all completely unbothered by the life they have ahead of them. They have each other, and isn't that enough? They have Jeffrey. They have Jeffrey. 
That's the end. I'm so glad he was back. I know. I wasn't going to just not have him be there. I know. <laughs> but. I know. I love I feel like there's a lot of times that I'm like, and it was Jeffrey. And you're like, no. <laughs> and this time it was Jeffrey. <laughs> I cried writing the end of that. I texted you last night. And I was like, what do I do? They're not in Hogwarts anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to say at all. That was good. I, yeah. That was a good ending. Yeah. And again, there's still... Um, there's still things. There are still things. It just it to can't... die. <laughs> so that wasn't exactly what I was talking about. But, but it's true. <laughs> also true. <laughs> but um, no. But I'm like thinking about um. There's like there's all sorts of stuff stuff that I hinted to here, um. But there's also like the three things Lily and James did that defied Voldemort and stuff like that. So I know I have those. I think I went through and I thought of all of like the main important stories that I wanted to tell, and there were like six of them. That I know off the top of my head that I that I really want to do, and one of them is like a full length episode, um, because that's just the way. <laughs> that anyway. good or bad? I like it, and I don't think it's tragic. It's not people dying. Okay. It's it's hard, but it's not it's not tragic. Um. I'm okay. Sorry, you know I'm not good at describing my episodes. <laughs> um but yeah. So so there so there will be other stuff, but um in regards to when that will come, um not at least for a month because we we have to go back home, we have exams, oh, yeah. we have all sorts of fun stuff. But um but yeah. It just, it came down to when deciding if I wanted to do a full season four, I was like, surprise, surprise, this isn't sustainable, as you'll know, because it's been <laughs> over a month since we last posted. <laughs> um, so It's been a month. <laughs> I know, if we, um, yeah, so if I make things shorter like that and I just tell the stories directly mm -hmm. i think we can get some stuff in there um but also um i really want to live stream more i've done it a couple times um but i want to do it more i want to play stardew valley um so i think i'm going to start that and stuff so so we'll pick things up again in the summer and start doing some some new stuff we'll enter a little bit of a new era here but you know, this is kind of where this is the end of like the main like storyline of them being there and stuff. It's crazy. I can't. I cannot believe. I think I actually made it through everything that I wanted to happen for them at Hogwarts, which I did not think would happen because there was a lot of things that I wanted them to do at Hogwarts. Um. Yeah, but I think I actually got everything in. Of course, next week, I'm going to be like, 
there was a whole story I missed, you know? But You're like, season two, episode three was actually supposed to be this. <laughs> you know, but I like the episode. I'm curious to see what people think about me giving the map to Regulus. I like it. I like Regulus. I like Regulus, all too. his Regulusness. I think it, I think that... I think it fits that he would get that. But I think it fits that he wouldn't really do anything with it. And I think it fits that he's going to know who to give it to to have that kind of carry on. I don't know. But anyway. Um, yeah, do you have anything else to add? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, um... <clears throat> so yeah thank you so much for watching and listening I really really appreciate it I appreciate everything that um, everything that people do I've had some really fun and interesting conversations with people because of this people have done fan art about this that I've loved looking at um, people have told me their own version of things that have happened People have started their own version, like podcasts very similar to this, about the Marauders. Um, and it's just, it's just really cool. And again, I was like looking back at things and it's like, I did not think anybody would listen to this, <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, and it's still shocking to me that people do, um, but it's a lot of fun. So yeah, um, as always, shout out to Benji for the music and Metamorphomatis for the cover arts. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Bye! Bye. Emma. <laughs>